Gentlemen, thank you sincerely for slowing down with us. Another episode of Slow Down Man, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Lagadin. I'm excited for this one. We've got not one, but two guests on the show today. We've got Nicole Gerard and Laura Moon of Bear Slate and hosts of the awesome Ask More, Get More show. If you haven't checked out there, their podcast uh, highly recommend on their show. They bring on experts from from various fields. I think they've had over a hundred guests on their show, um, and they ask them questions with an intention of digging into how to get more out of various areas of life. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting guests on their show, and in this this episode, it, it's all about finding out who we really are and what we really want and how once we do this, we cannot get offended because that's just us. And it's kind of like once you've done the work and to find out who you are, what you want, and you're like, this is me, that shit just doesn't hit you because at that point, you value your own values as a human being more than the external validation of some dude who thinks your salsa dancing hobby is goofy. In this episode as well, we get into organizations and how actually getting to know who your coworkers are, not in a friendly context necessarily, but getting to know who they are as human beings and expressing our needs in a work environment are are things that Nicole and Laura and their work, they've done a lot of work in their careers with organizations, organizational leadership and working with organizations. And they, they see these as key to the health of the organization as a whole. We dig into action, hustle, grind, all these overused cliche terms, all great in their own context, but we need to balance these things with developing our ability to slow down and find things that center us and not distract us, not Netflix, um, you know, not scrolling through Instagram. Those are things that distract us, but things that center us and bring us closer to our ourselves, essentially. And we, we dig into how we can get excited about how slowly time is passing in the day. Yes, you heard that right. Those days, I don't know how many of these you've had, but when you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, it's only, I know this happens a lot on vacations. It's like, oh my God, it's only noon and I've done all of this amazing stuff and I have, you know, I've got like 10 hours left in the day to do all this other amazing stuff. How we can get that, those moments to happen more often such a good conversation. I hope you enjoy. And also, I, I do want to ask if you can head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, click the subscribe button and leave a five-star rating and review. That means the freaking world. And as well, follow the podcast on Instagram at slowdown.man. 
at slowdown.man Instagram. If you don't already, that's where I announce all the upcoming podcasts that are being released and just put out some other quick, cool, fun content. All right, that's enough for now. Enjoy this conversation with Nicole Gerard and Laura Moon. Okay, guys. <laughs> As Taylor Swift says, two is better than one. And today we've got two guests on the show, co-hosts of the <laughs> Ask More, Get More show. Which, by the way, I love the name, and I'm gonna, I am gonna have some questions about the name yeah. later on. Yeah. Um, but we've got Nicole Ger- Gerard, correct? There you go. Yes. By the, by the way, this is embarrassing, but I had to look up the pronunciation of Gerard. And for those listening at home, it's not spelled like you would think Gerard would be spelled. So... French Canadian. Okay. Uh, But Nicole is a leadership training and training executive. She spent two decades in the corporate world uh, before transitioning to remote work and digital leadership. And she helps organizations with this. So that, yeah, super interesting, especially in this day and age, COVID. (laughs) I would imagine you're busy. You know. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and we've also got Laura Moon. And yeah. Laura, I, I really appreciate the more straightforward pronunciation of your, your last name. No problem. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing how many people ask me how to spell it. <laughs> to on, the extent guys. that I often say I mean, hi, I'm Laura Moon, like in the sky. <laughs> how else would you even spell that? I don't know. Um, anyways, spelling, yeah. Who, Laura, she's an accomplished sales and leadership executive, leading and coaching over 500 leaders and sales professionals. That's a that's a big number. Good for you. Yeah, people. Yeah, they're they're coming to us from the six Toronto, Ontario, fellow Canadians. Guys, thanks for slowing yeah. down with us. Yeah, our pleasure. I, I, we're we're not good at slowing down, but we're learning to be good at slowing down. Right, okay. We, yeah, big time. <laughs> yes, awesome. we are on a slowdown journey. Mm, as we, as reason, we all are. Yes. <laughs> and I happily, we began this journey prior to current world circumstances, but the importance of staying the path has become rather clear, <laughs> shall we say. I, right? I love that. Yeah, I think right now, slowing down is more, more important than ever arguably well i think that right yeah i think we've been forced to slow down and and take a look at what's going on around us and i think this is why a lot of people are taking a look at themselves a little bit more um and i'm excited to come and talk to you because i think um and having having listened to your podcast it's it's fantastic Mm -hmm. and the different people that you bring in and the insight yeah. that you bring into just being mindful of your existence um, yeah. and slowing down enough to actually, you know, see the dew on the grass in the morning right. yeah. and just living life to its absolute maximum. Right. Um, right. It's true. We've been crushing on your, your episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good so, to hear. So good so to hear. So thank yeah. you for having us on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're Thanks, excited. Guys. Why, okay, why don't we talk about your, the premise of your podcast a little bit, um, the Ask More, Get More show. Yeah. So you, you're kind of, I, I guess you would call it tagline, is that you believe you are one conversation away from changing your life and getting, and getting more. Yes. Um, perhaps this one, 
could it be could one be. of those. Who knows? Absolutely. Not really going to know yet. TBD. Uh, but why, why do you guys <laughs> think this and what drove you to your goal of impacting 1,000 people this year? Yeah, I'll, Nicole, go for <laughs> it. Start? You can start. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> that's a big question. <laughs> why do we think that you're one conversation away? Um, well, one of the things that Laura and I have each learned, and I think it's just through collective life experience, we each spent more than two decades in corporate environments, leading people, leading with people. Everyone learns differently. And I think, again, 2020 has been an eye-opener to where intellectually we knew people learned differently. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But our education system and the, the, the process in which we educate has stayed the same for decades. It hasn't changed. And one thing that Laura and I, and I especially got excited talking to her about this, I said, do you remember the time back in the day when you were an apprentice and you went and you studied and you sat at the feet of the person that's mastered their thing and that's how you learned. As human beings, we learn through storytelling. We learn through example and observing. Kids learn how to speak and walk and run, et cetera, by watching and trying and testing. Mm -hmm. We don't send kids to school to learn how to walk. They right. figure it out. Mm -hmm. So for Laura and I, who are not the best at the <laughs> currently designed way of learning, mm -hmm. firmly believe that through conversation, through storytelling, through taking action, through leading by example, you can change your life and learn in a whole different way, in a way that you never expected. And Laura and I learn a lot through conversation with really smart people. Yeah. It's kind of the premise of all of that. Laura, do you, yeah. like, would you want to expand on uh, that? One, no, 100%. I mean, we, we all live, live and learn so differently. And yet there's one thing that ties us all together. And that's when we can hear and experience something with someone else or through someone else or from someone else mm -hmm. and we only get that by asking in conversation and it's incredible when you start to realize how valuable conversations can be mm -hmm. and how much you can learn in them the more you want to have them and the more you want to ask things mm -hmm. the more you ask the more information you're going to get the more information you get, the more inspired you become. And that drives you to want to learn. And when you really want to start to learn, you want to try things. So you want to do stuff. So you want, you want to know how to do something. And then you want to do it with someone or you want to see an example so that you have a path. Right? Right. And then you right. become more than you ever thought you could be because you were inspired by one conversation that spurred mm -hmm. you and, and drove you to want to learn more and want to do more and ultimately become more and start to really, truly understand yourself. And through that process of education and learning through language and interaction, um, I find that I just excel and grow and thrive. Mm -hmm. And I find that guests that we have on, and I know with Nicole that everybody we talk to is like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh my God, you know, we, we leave. Yeah, like we leave conversations <laughs> like, oh my God, what did he just say? You know, and yeah. when yeah. you think about, think about Instagram, mm -hmm. how many quotes are there on Instagram? Like hundreds oh. of millions. Oh. I mean, there's Instagram, overwhelming. There's like Instagram handles that are quotes. Well, why? Yeah. 
right? They, they mean something to us, right? Is it right. one day or is it day one? You know, all this is conversation. Oh. And this is language, right? Right. Um, so I feel that if we can have conversation, we can get more clarity into the things that we want to try in life. Mm-hmm. And if we try them, we get more. So if you don't mm-hmm. ask, you don't get. You, you don't, don't get. know. Right? <laughs> I mean, we Nicole and I say all the time, if you don't ask, the only question or the only answer you'll ever get is no. Right. No. Right. right? right. Yeah. But if you ask or you go for something, you know you got a fifty percent chance of getting something back. Yeah, your 50%. odds just went up. Just, right. Yeah. Right. Right. So like you're still winning. Ask and you shall receive, as they say. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that is what they say. I it love... may not always be what you want, but you'll get something. <laughs> you'll get something. It's coming to you. The truth um, might annoy you, but it's still the truth. <laughs> ain't that true? Um, I love, I just have to say, I love how you guys, it's not, you're not just randomly, you know, bringing on experts and asking them things. Like there's so much behind what you're doing and it's coming from this just love for learning and for asking questions and for, for you guys personally, but also with sharing this. Mm. And I know when I listen to podcasts and conversations, I feel like I was in that conversation kind of as this weird guy in the corner who didn't like contribute at all, but I still, you know, got the, the gist from the conversation. So I I love that. And just want to acknowledge that. I'm so glad. Thank you. Um, let's dig into the ask more part. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think there, as you say, there's so much power in, in asking questions and in a mindset of curiosity in life um and asking questions is great as as they say when you you start a new job you can never ask too many questions um and i i would say that rings true except for in the case of um in university when there's that one kid in the class who just like asks questions nonstop, completely Mm -hmm. unrelated to get brownie points with the professor but Aside from that kid, asking questions is great. Um, but can you guys just talk a little bit about that? What do you think the importance is of having an open mind, asking questions? I know you touched on it a little bit, but just, I guess, in your, mm-hmm. in your own personal experience as well. Um, I think there's, there are actually two things that you said in that small phrase that I picked <laughs> up on. So the kid in the front of the class, I want to talk about that because Laura and I are very involved with um, what is called the Colby assessment, knowing your MO. Mm-hmm. And we, for, we highly believe in it because it, get, it helps you get to know you. This is your MO. This is not your personality. This is not your likes and dislikes. This isn't if you're an introvert or an extrovert. It's how you take action. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that kid you just described was me. Oh. And... <laughs> I hope and I didn't offend you. Absolutely not. Oh, 100% not. I'm, I'm very comfortable with who I am. The way I process thought is by talking. So that's my way of processing things that happen. I'm what's known as an explainer. Mm. And for me to process what I'm thinking, I have to say it out loud and hear it. You might not even be paying attention to me but I'm talking and I hear myself and I'm sorting the problem out and then I'm good. Laura and I do this, we did it today, where I had to talk in a big circle to figure out what we were gonna do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then the I'd like other to say was, to you, the fact that I know that about Nicole, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, allow yeah. her to do that <laughs> and it doesn't and bother me. To her. If, I didn't, if I didn't know that about her and know, know that 
she needed to explain things to that degree for herself, for her own benefit, right. for yeah, her own for her. learning. And yeah. I mean, let's, let's think about it. Education isn't, isn't about learning. It's, it's the act of training your mind to pay attention to your environment. Mm. So if I know this behavior is something that Nicole needs to continue to learn and educate herself, I need to give her the space to do so right. instead of making it about me. Right. So I think it's a really important to understand and recognize that there are small shifts or changes that you can make in your life in recognizing and understanding your instincts and how people react and interact. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to throw that in there because she was that kid. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was, was the kid that was buried that in the back that wasn't paying attention because I just didn't have the patience to pay attention. <laughs> you know, I was yeah, the one that was offering you 20 bucks for your, for your notes. Right. right like, right. I mean, this is me. That, that's, I'm that kid. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there because it's a really important point. Um, yeah, totally. And I love that you said like, oh, I hope I didn't offend you. You can't get offended <laughs> once you know that that's just how you work. Uh, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. I need to say a bunch of verbal diarrhea so that I can hear what I'm saying and be like, oh no, I, that's not what I, that's not the path mm. I want to take. Right. <laughs> then the power in asking questions, I believe was the second part of your question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was, that was part B. You got it. Yeah. 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 Hi. Again, it's, it just comes back to um, a deeper understanding. I think a lot of what's being missed at the moment, it's super easy to do. We see this a lot on social media with limited characters and no context, and you don't know what lens people are looking at things. Asking questions, again, it's this historical way that human beings have connected and seek to understand each other, find commonality. Um, that's why we all end up in little communities and little tribes of each other. Cause it's like, Oh, you, you get me. I get you. Cool. We should be friends. Right. Um, so you ask questions to dig deeper and sort of understand each other. And mm. we should do that all day, every day. We should just constantly asking questions. Totally. I love, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I also love Nicole, what you, what you said before that in regards to me, um, making sure I didn't offend you. <laughs> is that you said, I can't be offended. Like that's, that's, I know that's who I am. That's how I learn. And mm -hmm. it, you're yeah. completely just, you know, at peace with that, which amazing. And it, I know Laura and I were talking about another episode of, of uh, the, the podcast um, with Jay Stamatelos on oh being enough. Um, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. But one, one thing it just reminded me, <laughs> Go listen to that yeah. shameless book. Yes. But uh, if, if you haven't listened to it, one quote that Jay, Jay says that is so powerful is he said, he would rather be rejected for who he is than accepted for who he's not. Who he is. Let's unpack yeah. that for half a second. <laughs> Let's think of all the people that are in careers that they're in because someone else thought that's what they should do or be. They are living in cities that they thought, okay, that's where I should go. They're not living their life on purpose. And this is no um, disparaging remark toward, because that's 90% of the population. We just mm -hmm. follow the path that's in front of us. And what's my next step? I don't know. And they're waking up right now in the midst of this pandemic. Economy shutting down, work is shutting down, kids are pulled out of school and they're in front of you. And now you have to educate your children. And we're looking around going, 
after lockdown, do I really want to go back to that office with those people that our values don't align and I'm actually miserable and I've had so right. much relief right now, even though I'm making $0, I'm so happy. Mm. We need to examine our life. And a right. lot of times we, we act and make decisions in a way that we think other people are going to like and respect. It's because fundamentally we don't like and respect ourselves. And then you wonder why you're unhappy, right? right? It's that misalignment. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was my takeaway from his a, comment. It, it, he was amazing. Yeah. And it, I mean, let's just talk about the reality of that entire statement. You know, it takes mm-hmm. a lifetime to get to where you are. Mm-hmm. You're not going to change it in a day. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have to remember that, you know, the, the constants in life are change our choices and what our values are. I mean, those are always Mm -hmm. going to be the same Mm when we can take a minute to start to evaluate those things. And I think what happens, we, we talk about taking action for sure, but we talk about learning and taking action and and taking action in learning exercises so -hmm. that you can transition to becoming more. You can't Mm -hmm. just uh, turn on the light and think, Oh, I can see everything's going to be perfect now. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it life isn't like that. Life is is mm-hmm. difficult, um, and we have to learn and experience and grow and change through action. So you can stay in that job and not make a drastic change, but make yep. changes to change. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important that when we start to think about. What led us to where we are today? What opened our mind to see what we see today? Nicole and I often say, you can pick up a book, the same book when you're 20, and you can pick up the same book when you're 40. The context is exactly the same. It's the same book. Mm -hmm. The thing that's changed is you. Mm -hmm. So why is that appealing to you now when it didn't then? Well, it was because you weren't who you were then. because you're, you've changed. I mean, we all continue to change. So don't make a drastic change unless it feels right and you know mm-hmm. that you're secure and safe. Make, take steps to start aligning with people who support change in your life, right? Yeah. yeah. Make steps to recognize the environment that you're creating for yourself that will allow and embrace and endorse change. So there are all these little steps that you need to take and practice for it to feel comfortable. Because the last thing you want to do is say, oh, you know, no, COVID hit. I don't want to go back to that job. That job sucked. I'm done with it. And then be in a worse situation mm, because you yeah. didn't do nothing else through, after that. Yeah. And you didn't plan for, you know, what could be. Um, yeah. But as Nicole often says, we don't, want, we don't know what we don't know. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, well, I just Laura, think that your we point need to about realize the environment. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got excited and I cut you off. Yeah, go. <laughs> I love it when you cut me off. <laughs> I'm working on my interrupting. <laughs> but Laura's point to changing that environment is so important. And one of the first steps you can take is to change the mental environment. You don't need Ooh. to quit your job and sell your house and move across the country to make a change. Mm-hmm. Start with your mindset. Start with, okay, you know what? I'm done at this particular job. Now I have a plan. I know I'm going to leave because this is not aligning with my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to take the steps to get out of it gracefully and professionally and financially, you know, fiscally responsibly mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. But your environment starts in your head. Right. Well, I, I love that. It starts with your mindset. 
And hundred percent. I also love the advice of don't, you know, don't just drop everything reactively. Like, Oh, my job sucks. And, you know, start in square, rage quit. <laughs> start in square one with <laughs> no money and no job. And that's probably yeah, yeah. not the best way to go about that, but it certainly is a signal that, you know, if you're sitting in COVID right now and you're like, I realize I don't want to go back to work. I hate those yeah. people. <laughs> Um, it's a signal that something's out of alignment with that and that you should start learning, listening, and, and then taking small actions towards, you know, what you really want to be doing. Exactly. Mm. And I can tell you, I question too. What do you want to do? I can guarantee, I can guarantee that that office that you're going to, or those people that you're working with, the reason why you don't fit in or you don't feel comfortable or you don't feel like a part of them is because you don't know them. They are probably not able to communicate who they are. Most people have a hard time telling you who they are. Mm -hmm. Generally, you know, I mean, I think every single workshop I've ever started, the question comes up, tell me about mm -hmm. you. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you about you. Mm -hmm. You tell me your title. You tell me where you were born. You tell me, mm -hmm. you know, if maybe one other random thing, <laughs> right. but you don't tell yeah. me anything about right. you. That's not you. I don't, I, that tells me nothing about you. Mm -hmm. Do you know how hard and how long it takes somebody to be able to tell them who you are? The information that Nicole can convey um, with being an explainer, this is something that she wanted to know and asked to know, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so when you think about that environment that feels um, sometimes even hostile, it's probably because you don't necessarily understand who those people are and they don't know who they are. It's, it generally starts with broken communication, to be honest, and context. So mm. are they perceiving me the way that I am thinking they're perceiving me? Maybe not. So starting to look at those things will really open your eyes. And that is where mindset really starts. Right. And that, that's the right? same goes for home too. And this, Home yeah, and friend circles, home. the same thing. Everywhere, mm. everywhere you Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. So people, people are at work, people are at home. It's people. Yeah, just people. people <laughs> just people. Yeah. Um, I I love what you just said, Laura. The and I'm curious, in your guys' experience working with different organizations and groups, yeah. what you said it all kind of stems from these bad, bad work split places where people don't know each other, they don't connect, they're not don't relate in any way. They just kind of mm -hmm. are there from nine to five, they tolerate each other and then go home. Mm -hmm. how, what, what do you do? What do you, how do you talk to the leaders at these organizations to, to get steps towards, you know, their employees actually um, connecting, relating to each other and knowing each other? Well, I mean, it the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Nicole, I was going to say, I know what you're going to go into, which is perfect. I just wanted to say there's a difference between understanding one another and being friends and social and... I mean, you don't choose who you work with the same way that you would choose who your friends are or what community you choose to be a part of. Just the fundamental understanding and respect from one another for one another is enough. You do not have to share all your childhood experiences and do the trust falls and all these other things. <laughs> that is inappropriate, I would say, yeah. because it has set up the expectation that your friendships and your social circles are where you work. 
Mm. And when you change jobs and you change titles, people suffer a grief and a loss because they've just lost their entire network and think that that's normal, mm -hmm. but it's not. Well, and, yeah, and a lot of people went through that <laughs> shift in community yes. when community disappeared because totally we couldn't leave our house, and so the only person we could, or the only person we could talk to or say hi to, was the individual at the coffee shop down the street. Right. Yeah. So our neighborhood, all of a sudden, by force of change, became our new community, and it was which is what foreign. it used to be. Is which yeah. is what it used to always be. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, to answer your question, it, when you sit down with a CEO or a leader of an organization that has 100 plus people, the first question that I ask, does everybody understand um, their, their role and the rules of engagement in the organization? Mm -hmm. And if there isn't clarity in that, in that answer, um, then it generally starts with recognize the role that you're trying to fill understand that if you bring somebody in to do a job or to to play a role in your organization if you don't communicate with them exactly what it is that you need mm -hmm. they'll never be able to give it to you and i think one of the biggest challenges that we have even as human beings uh you know and it starts with your first crush right like oh i, I fell in love and how does this person not know that i need this from them like, they should just know this yeah. right i mean you know, you know that emotion that feeling like oh they don't they don't love me because they don't understand that i need this without me having to tell them no right. man so you have to tell everybody everything you need or they're yeah. never gonna give it to you and mm -hmm. that starts with the person in charge if the person in charge cannot communicate their needs clearly when they bring you in to do a role or they cannot communicate to you their rules of engagement so for me i will tell you if you're going to work with me or for me i guess i mean mm -hmm. i've never looked at people that way but if you're going to work with me then you need to understand this about me and if i react this way it's because it's what i don't like like, I really know what I don't like and what I don't like to do. And I'm going to tell you so that you know. Right. Right. It's when, and so it starts with communication. It starts with having clear roles. It starts with having transparency, open door policy, being able to communicate who you are. And a lot of, um, a lot of the time we get so caught up with actually executing on the role that we forget why we're there. Like, Mm -hmm. and how we can do more, better, stronger together. Because we know as a team, when a team is aligned, I mean, you can look at the players in a team, just like a sport. Mm -hmm. um, everybody has their role. And, and think about sports. Everybody in sports, you play soccer, you know your position, you know your role, yeah. mm -hmm. and you know what it means to play as a team, and you know the plays that are laid out in front of you. Right. In business, it looks the same. But for some reason, it gets convoluted somehow. Yeah. Because all of a sudden that goalie's taken the front line, but that goalie's never taken the front line before. And in business, we seem to think that, oh, well, that person can answer a phone. They can be a receptionist. Maybe not. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they don't have the roles. And so if you take, um, and there is, I guarantee you, any business you've ever worked in, you've, there's always been that one person that knows how to do everything. Mm -hmm. Think about the pressure that one person has. 
they've probably spent time because they're interested in everything, but it mm -hmm. shows you that there's one person that knows everything. There's something wrong in the organization. Mm, right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. So I hope um, I answered your question. One of the subject matter experts that we had on Dr. Ben Hardy, he said one of the fastest ways to erode confidence in a team member is to introduce complexity to a role. So if you have to wear five hats, you don't know what the expectations are. The rules of success look different depending on which team leader is in front of you. Right. You will quickly sort of erode the excitement they have for even being there and doing their best work. The gentleman that we were talking about, please forgive me. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oh, oh I practiced it many times. Stamatelos. security. Yes. Yeah. He said something along those lines, and I'm going to paraphrase, but in that interview that caught me, he said, if you really want to, um, I'm going to paraphrase, like crush the will of a man to feel like he's engaged and successful, like take away his feeling of purpose and what he's doing. Mm. Like, why yeah. am I here? Yeah. Yeah. And that's often also why Laura and I talked about this today. That's why the argument of why increasing someone's salary eventually doesn't lead to happiness. It's because they don't feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, I don't know my purpose. I don't have a good view of my future self. I don't know where this is going. So I guess I'll ask for money. That mm. might fill the void. Right. Which right. it never does. Which it mm -hmm. never does. Wow. Yeah. There's so many parallels just listening <laughs> to you guys talk from work to just life. Right. For sure. um, and, you know, from, from listening to, uh, to what you just said, I think that there, you mentioned that, you know, being liked is not the, the goal it for, for teams, right? You don't, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if you like your boss or you like your, your coworkers. That's great if you do, that's great. Uh, but really what it sounds like is it's more just like a, a mutual respect and understanding of who they are as a Definitely. person as, and as a human. And then yeah. for the, at an individual level, it's just having the safe space to show up as, as ourselves. And it sounds like, complexity yeah. and not not knowing what the, what the heck our role actually is is what yeah. interferes with that right it, when you don't know what your boss wants of you you don't know what your purpose is in this on this team then mm -hmm. how are you supposed to show up and express you know your true gifts yeah, and it's talents hard. it's mm -hmm. interesting and then you have people that show up and they just so desperately want to do a good job and they're in it and they're pumped and I want to contribute and I want to help. And then everything they do seems to be quote unquote, the wrong thing. Mm. And so they slowly start to feel more and more discouraged until finally you're wondering why your attrition rate is so high. Right. It's often because you're not communicating the organization's needs effectively. Don't make your employees guess. Don't make your team members guess. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I had another question about that, but it just fleeted from my mind. Uh, if I think of it, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. But We're uh, here. okay, uh, to, to change gears a little bit, I know, okay. you know, I, I have a belief that we're, as people, we're just more capable than what we sh are showing up as today. Oh, yeah. yes. We're yeah. more capable. Yes. Um, and by the way, there's never, never a point where we reach full capability. You know what I mean? No, it's no. constantly, as we, we talked about change, people change over time. Um, and what might be considered an accomplishment to us today might be like a, you know, a failure to us 10 years from now. We don't know. Um, totally. But what, what do you guys think? And obviously your show digs into this a lot, but what do you guys think is the, 
the first step in pursuing our potential and, and um, our capability. <laughs> um, one of the common threads throughout every guest we've had, and we're coming up on our 100th episode very soon. Mm, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, every single guest that has reached any level and kind of success in their area of expertise maps their mornings. They have a, a true morning routine. They don't just get up at mm -hmm. 5.30 and like surf Twitter for a while and oh my God, I'm successful because I got up at 5.30. No, they do stuff. They do stuff. They are reading, they are learning, they are consuming knowledge and applying it so that it becomes a new habit. They are growing, they are doing something. I'm learning to crochet even though I'm a lawyer, like stretch your brain somehow, right? I think that's the one of the things that stands out to us. Yeah, that's definitely with the show that's presented itself that there's this sort of <laughs> golden time and you know, for most people, it's in the morning. For some people, it's not. But it's um, making an investment into time in your life to learn hmm. um, is really what it, what it summarizes as. I think one of the first places to start, um, and it has been probably one of the most popular topics, which is time management. Hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> It, with time, time there's, there's, there's really one, one simple switch to start to think, to start to change the way you think. And that is when you tell someone that you're busy or when you say you're busy, change that to, that is not a priority to me. Mm. And you will start to see where you're spending time. Mm -hmm. For example, Hey, Mitch, come have a coffee with me. Oh, I'm sorry, Laura. I'm so busy. I, I have too much on the go. I can't do it. Maybe next week. Try saying, oh, I'm sorry, Laura. You're not a priority to me right now. Wow. And yeah. you think about what that means to you and then really start to think about where you're spending your time. And are you spending any time learning about you? Mm. Because most people don't invest time to learn about themselves, right? They're learning right. to fix a problem or to understand how to manage change, or they're looking for, I don't know, all of these things that, you know, ultimately are irrelevant until you understand yourself first. Mm -hmm. So, and ways to start to learn about you is ask questions, have conversations, <laughs> yeah. invest time in you, which is the, you know, mm -hmm. which I did not know until we really started talking to all of these thought leaders and I thought I don't spend enough time on me like I spend all this time investing all this time and especially in coaching and things like that um that where's 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 what about me how, how what am I doing that's expanding mm -hmm. my mind or blowing mm -hmm. my mind mm -hmm. or triggering me to take more action in my life uh, to mm -hmm. get more and Laura what, what what do you mean by spending time on me do you mean like just digging into what you, you really want and, you know, things that fill you up and things that you, yeah. you know, you're, you're like, genuinely interested in. Yeah. And not be influenced by people around you, you know, like, mm -hmm. Oh, if you like, if you like sewing and making napkins, good on you. 
Like learn how to do it really well. If that's what you really love, like if that's your gut instinct and it makes you feel full, do it more. Don't, Mm -hmm. and, and don't let anybody tell you that making napkins is stupid. Yeah. Right. Like it's what you love. So for example, you know, if you, if you love learning, if you love learning about conversation, you know, spend a lifetime learning about conversation, people can make fun of you. I mean, the number of times when people, when I say, my passion in life is having conversation with random strangers. Right. Do you know how many people look at me or go, oh my God. Like, <laughs> That's my nightmare. Uh, right? Yeah. Sure. But I love that and I'm okay with that. And if you think I'm a loser because of that, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's right? Cool. That's me just spending time in something in a space mm-hmm. that I feel really mm-hmm. good in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the more that we can start to identify the things that make us feel good and the more that we can surround ourselves with people that are going to help us on mm-hmm. our journey to make napkins or talk to random strangers um the more full we're going to be and that's yeah. spending time with you so that you can give back right, right. you can't it's, give back anything until you got you first right it's until the your oxygen mask analogy right oh, yeah yeah but mitch too there's something as a whole, and I think that we used to do this generations ago, and we definitely lost it, at least in the Western world. But there are two questions that are seldom asked, and it's, who am I, and what do I want? And we have these <laughs> sort of society, um, socially acceptable answers. So I am a mother, or I am a dentist, or I am the CEO of blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then what do I want? Well, I just want my kids to be happy. I want to have a good career. I want to make X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. Who are mean? you? Yeah. What and what do you want? Like Laura said, if you went to school to be a dentist and you got into an accident, you cannot use your right hand anymore. You can't be a dentist anymore. What are mm-hmm. you going to, that's not who you are. That's what you do. Right. Like, right. what do you actually want? What do you want to achieve in life? Like, Maybe you do want to sew napkins all day and you are living your best life. You are happy. You are making (laughs) half the amount of money, but who cares? Because you get up every morning excited to go to that sewing machine. Who cares? I don't know why we're on napkins, by the way, but I love it. I don't know. It's just thought of something sewing something, you know, it's just something random. Let's roll with it. Roll with it. We gotta go. We gotta move from basket weaving to something new, right? That's true. That's true. Underwater (laughs) basket weaving. We're gonna pave a way for napkin making. Yeah, but like people are scared to say who they actually are and what they deep down in their heart of hearts want because they feel like they're going to be judged. But let me tell you something. Once you're confident about who you are Mm -hmm. and what you want, you can't be offended. Mm, Right. (laughs) As you you, you showed, as you showed earlier on the show. There you go. Yeah. That's mindset right there. Totally. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Who figure out who you are and what do you want? And I think one um, thing to add to that is like, be specific about that as well. Don't, you know, don't yes, just definitely. have these big things. Like I want to, I want to, you know, be rich and I want to these big broad things that are not very totally. specific to, to who you are, but very specifically link everything back to your values and who mm-hmm. you are at your core. That's that there's the secret sauce. I'm going to say yeah, I love too, though, you said to be specific. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people, and in, in myself included, you know, um, when, when sort of starting that journey of really realizing who you are and what you want, it, it seems really overwhelming, 
right? Like be specific. Yeah. How, how many times do you hear be specific, be specific? Well, maybe sometimes you can't be. Mm. Maybe That's you true. don't even know. There's a lot that goes into learning about you before you can see that. And so mm -hmm. I always say, look at your environment. What's in your control? Are you controlling the controllables in your environment? First question. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you understand how you interact with your environment and your world, right? It's going to show you and it'll start to lay out the path that you're going to follow so that you can clearly identify what it is that you want. Because unless you're taking action and aware of how you interact, you're never going to be able to answer that question. I mean, this mm -hmm. comes back down to practical steps that you can do today that will get you to a place where when someone asks you who you are, mm -hmm. you'll be able to answer. So instead of saying, yeah, everybody needs to be specific in a goal. Well, let's talk about how do you find it if you have no freaking idea where it is? Because mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, not everybody is born um, to play classical guitar in at Roy Thompson Hall. You know what I mean? They're, they right. weren't born with this passion of drive. Um, and, I, and, it, and it drives me a little crazy that there's, you know, find your purpose and do your thing, but no one tells you how to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Where, how do I start yeah. doing that? You know? Mm -hmm. Such well, a daunting one, thing. It, it can be totally. incredibly overwhelming. So simple, small little actions like, what can you control in your environment? Make a list of them. Look at them. What things did you do in the day that you liked? Right. And mm -hmm. I always say, I know we're not supposed to focus on negative, but write down the things that you didn't like so that you know, and you know why you didn't like them, right? Mm -hmm. It's easy to write down stuff you like. It's not easy to face the reality of something you didn't like. Oh, that's so true. Um... So... These are little steps that you can take action in because we're all about action. Nicole and I do, 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 do. The more you do, the more you ask, the more you're going to get. Doers. Do things. It totally. will, it will, the, the, the clarity in your goal will come to you stronger, faster, harder when you act towards moving to that space. Right, right. And by the way, with that, there's a lot of like, through that action, there's a lot of stuff you're not going to be good at, or you're going to fail yeah. at. You're like, it's this isn't for me. Are you kidding me? You're and all that is is a, a signal. whole bunch. Right. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Mitch, the thing I love too about what you're doing here is something that we feel pretty passionately about as well. <laughs> yeah. At first glance, when people see, um, like they'll see our movement with the community that we have with the support and they see the podcast and they see the show and all that, mm -hmm. ask more, get more, do more, become more. <laughs> Inside of that, there is also a call to action to slow down, clear your mind, get specific. I don't want you to come to me and say, okay, I'm going to get more. I have 13 goals I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> give me one. Let's focus on one. We're going to yeah. talk about maybe you need to run to get that sense of ease and peace. Maybe you need to be in nature. Maybe you right. need to journal. Maybe you need to meditate. Whatever you need to do to get centered, the whole thing is slowing down so you can speed up but speed up the yeah. joy, speed up getting more out of life. Maybe you need to slow down so you can get more out of nature. Mm -hmm. Instead of whizzing by on the highway, maybe you get out and you mm -hmm. sit in the park for 20 minutes. Right. Get more out of your surroundings. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's sort of the, um, and yes, we're action takers 100%, yeah. but we've yeah. also been on a journey 
to slow down and appreciate these little steps because you might miss something. Totally. Well, guys, think about it. When you look at a clock, when you look at a clock, it never moves, right? It stays. It's forever to pass. Time takes forever to pass. Yeah, yeah. That's what we want. That's what we we want. want That's what we ultimately want. We want Mm -hmm. that clock. We want it to be noon and go, oh my God, it's only noon. We we want to feel like that. So true. Yeah, yeah. And when you start to pay attention, the clock slows down. It does. Mm -hmm. It slows down Mm -hmm. and you have more time to do Mm -hmm. the thing you love instead of chasing all the things that don't reward you. And we spend a lifetime doing that. We Mm. can spend a lifetime doing that. Think about how good you feel and how time comes to a standstill. When you first look at your list and you're like, oh my God, I have 30 things. I want to clean the garage. I want to do mm-hmm. it. Right. And you just pick one. I just have to do one thing today. Yep. All of a sudden that pressure is gone. You're like, oh, Ooh, I did that. Maybe I'll do time. something else. It's <laughs> only noon. I could do two more things. Let me go into like. That's it. it just, That's it. You know yep. what I mean? Time expands. Yep. I love it. <laughs> And it's not, by the way, it's not time going slow in a way that's like, oh my God, like Torture. sitting in a, sitting in a yeah, no, boring worse. lecture being like, it's not like that. It's like, no, wow, it's only noon. I've done all yeah. this. Like I have this many hours left of the day. Awesome. Like that, yeah, that's what it's like. And Mitch, think about that. When was the last time you said that to yourself? The like wow like, there oh my god it's only noon i'm so well, like, well, I, well maybe I'm not so in those excited. exact terms but <laughs> i i feel like there's at least a couple days a week where that that happens great yeah. you know and it's that's awesome. and i think that i think that's the gift of mm-hmm. you know the work that you're doing uh, with the mm-hmm. podcast and the conversations that you're bringing to yourself i mean you're investing in you this mm-hmm. exercise exactly. of going through the yeah, conversations totally. and doing the work that you are really enjoying and passionate about, you're investing mm-hmm. into something that is very natural to you. Right. Um, and right. you're going to get the reward of feeling like there's more time for you to do what you love. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And I, by the way, I love that you guys, you're both self-proclaimed doers and obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah. by what you've achieved, you are doers. Um, but you, you also acknowledge that, you know, it's not, I think there's, there's a connotation out there about, you know, hustle, hustle, grind, uh, like, whatever. which, yeah. which is, which by the way, has, has merit in certain circumstances, of course. you know, sometimes yeah. you got to put your head down, but um, I think there's Thank something that goes with that. That's not talked about as much, which is like this slowing down part mm-hmm. of it. But that's the misconception. Well, that's yeah, the piece that's the flow, that I right? genuinely think everyone glazed over, ignored, or totally missed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you need to work. You need to work hard. You need to pull that resilience out. You need to hustle. You need to move. You need to make good use of your time, but that needs to end like that. Mm -hmm. So I have a project management background as well. Any project, it's not a project unless there's a start and an end date. If there's no start and end date, that's just a process. Project. That's a a problem. (laughs) Right. That is an absolute problem. There's a time the way to I see focus it, that's all a your energy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But at some point, there needs to be, and I'm going to say the word balance, but it's not, balance doesn't mean one or the other. We always picture the teeter-totter. Mm-hmm. It's progress in each area. 
So mm. I've done the hustle. I've done the quick mm -hmm. work. I've done the, oh my yeah. God, I'm grinding hundred percent, you know, hustle hard all day. But then what? Mm. Like I that think, has to stop. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there's so many things, right? It's the, is it Tim Ferriss, the four hour work week, all, all of these things, that, mm -hmm. the, the, the hustle, then all of a sudden, what do you mean you can do all that in that time? Mm -hmm. And you know, the, 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 the strategy or the, the idea behind that is you get yourself into a place where you know exactly what you need to accomplish and you so work in a state of flow so that it just well, exactly. gets done. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And you can get to that state where, you know, you pound out that work because you know exactly mm -hmm. what you need to produce um, and you know yourself and whether you're in the right mind frame or place or mindset uh, to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. We, we have a habit of forcing ourselves to sit down and do things that aren't natural to us, but take we 10 times longer. Right. So we how do you work the in habit flow of filling time and filling time? Right. Yeah. We certainly do. We certainly do. Mm. We can waste a lot of time doing a whole lot <laughs> yeah. of nothing. It's so, it's so powerful just to ask yourself, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Why am I doing <laughs> this thing? Yeah, mm -hmm. it certainly is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that is a good question. Are you choosing to do it or do you feel obligated or compelled for some weird reason that's outside of you? It's okay mm -hmm. to ask that. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, guys, in the sake of time, I ask, I ask all guests on the show one question um, oh. at the end of the show. So I'm going to ask you both this, this question. Um, okay. And you can answer individually or together if you'd like. That that would be a new thing. <laughs> I want to see if our brains that, are. I would I don't know how we get our <laughs> brains. I would suspect not, you I have different answers though. Uh, so but the, the question being, if if you could send a message to the version of yourself that was at quote unquote rock bottom, mm -hmm. what what would that message be? You go first, Nicole. Go for it. I'm gonna quote Bob Proctor, and I'm gonna say. <laughs> Be like a postage stamp. Stick with it till you get there. Oof, I like it. <laughs> Bob. Don't give up. Don't quit. Credit to Bob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's true, right? Like, don't don't let the glue dry out. Um, I think uh, I think for me, um, I would have to say, uh, you don't have to be everybody. You don't have to be everything to everybody. Um, you just have to be everything to you. Hmm. Yeah, good one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, nice. And what, what do you mean by the last part of that? Everything to well, you? Well, because I think we spend a lifetime trying to be something that everybody wants us to be. And we forget and don't spend time thinking about that we should be that for us. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can't look for everyone else to fill your needs. You have to be the no, first one in line to fill your needs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I spent a lifetime um, as a giver, right? Mm -hmm. I'm very generous. I'm very giving. I'm very, you know, you need a cheerleader, <laughs> dial me up because I'm going to cheer you on. Um, and uh, I think that I, I, I didn't do that enough for me mm -hmm. in my lifetime. And if there's a lesson that, you know, when you asked me to teach my younger self, my mind goes straight to what am I going to teach my kids? Oof, right. And so for me, the one thing that if, 
if I had that then, if I knew how important my role was in my life, mm -hmm. then I probably would have paid a little more attention to me. Mm. Wow, that, I love smart. that. Right? No kidding. Exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm very lucky. <laughs> um, I also am very goes lucky, perfect. guys. Thanks, thanks for doing this. Um, oh, thank you. Has been such a pleasure. Where where can our listeners go to connect with you both? Um, yeah, give give them an an idea. Yeah, we are at bearslate.ca. B a r e s l a t e. Bearslate because every day is brand new, mm. and we are bearslate on every platform. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, everywhere, all the socials, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, yeah, everywhere. So we have, we've got yeah. two podcasts. We've got the Get More podcast, which is really more um, about our learning journey and education that we go through, and it has some really great exercises um, for developing core skills like time management, confidence, motivation, mm. those types of things. Um, and then, of course, we've got the Ask More, Get More show, which is on YouTube, or you can listen to the audio on podcast. Mm. Um, amazing, amazing conversations with incredible individuals like yourself, Mitch, um, yeah. who are just putting themselves out there and doing good work with good people um, to yeah. give back. And that's it. So Bear Slate, I always say, we can strip you down naked and build you back up. Right? <laughs> Love it. Or, that slogan, way you won't right? forget. That way you won't forget <laughs> that we spell it like you're naked. Okay. Um, Start new every day. By yep. the way, I love how uh, Laura, you mentioned you you're a cheerleader in a lot yeah. of ways, and then Nicole, Huge. you never mentioned yourself being a cheerleader, but you spelt bear slate as if you were a cheerleader. I know. Which leads me hey, to believe hey, you're both oh, yeah. cheerleaders. <laughs> we, yes. If you <laughs> need someone to tell you that thing you want to do, that, that desire you have, that goal that you want to achieve, of course you can do it. And we're going to help you do it. Yes, you're going to do it. Yes. We will cheerlead you. Love it. 100%. So okay. I'll, I'll, leave, it with a, I'll leave it with a Dr. Seuss quote. Okay. Ooh, hit us. <laughs> to the world, you are one person, but to one person, you are the world. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Boom. Good old doctor. Boom. The doctor. The doctor. The real doctor. Thank you. Uh, all right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much and uh, keep in touch.